Welcome to For What It's Worth. I'm a horrible person. You'd leave stuff laying around? An introduction to and exploration of the furry fandom. No, no, you can't do that because I seriously think of Five Nights at Fred Meyer every time someone says that. We've come to the end. The end! The end of the season! Well, we have a choice here. Yeah, tell them what our choice is. What are the choices? Limbago in Idaho. What the hell? I can finally take a break. <laughs> There are certain women I just want to bitch slap. <laughs> so in summary, people are awful. <laughs> it's it's kind of true. <sighs> no intros this time. This is what you get when I don't get a break. Give me a break. Give me a break. Give me a break of that trademark chocolate bar. was amazing all right welcome to for what it's worth the last episode of season eight <sighs> i am tugs in seattle joining me in salt lake is rue i'm in utah hello everyone my and name joining- is rue <laughs> and then joining me from somewhere in canada because i don't remember where you're at suddenly is nuka what was that what? that's good that's whoops good. it helps when you don't mute yourself and I'm from what? French Canada, the best Canada. Right, right. you're in uh, Quebec, Estan. Quebec. I don't know why my brain is Montreal. Thank you. There we go. Uh, near so, Montreal. Yeah. Yes. So thank you to everyone who's been patient with us um, in getting this last episode out. Um, I, it's we don't want to give you any excuses. You guys know how the world is right now. Um, but we're glad you've stuck with us, and an extra thank you to our dedicated audience out there. Um, you guys know that we've been so taxed and to still have you listening is a huge huge boost to us so thank you for joining us everybody you know so, what they deserve tugs um this i like being anal. no come on <laughs> you know what, what i mean i deserve that no want, they, de- right. they, they deserve the clap all right all right one two three there we go all perfectly in sync thanks to the internet have you Nailed been <laughs> I've been doing all right. I've been okay. Uh, just, been, you know, you in a while. dying just a little bit inside every single day. No, just kidding. It's It's been great. Um, it's just been um, the numbers in Utah, like, have just, you know, gone higher and higher as far as the, with the pandemic. But besides the pandemic, let's push the pandemic aside. I think that we've talked a lot about that. So I'm just going to push it to the side and I'm going to talk about something really happy, really, really happy. I've been enjoying watching some, yes, definitely porn, but um, I've also really enjoyed watching Central Park. I don't know if you've had a chance to, to watch it, but I don't think a lot of people have because it's on apple tv plus which i think is you know i don't understand why apple needs to have their own um thing but it's from the creators of bob's burgers and it has like um has a lot of star power in it and a lot of them are there's a lot of musical type stuff and that's why i enjoy it because you know rue loves musicals so yeah rue does love musicals that's for sure i've been having a lot of fun with that did did you catch up did you catch up on hamilton you know, I watched the first half of Hamilton. I haven't finished watching that on um, Disney Plus. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, did you watch it? Did you enjoy it? Hell no, I didn't watch it. I don't like musicals, but I'm glad for people who did watch it. Oh. It's not a dig on them. I just am not into musicals. 
So what have you been up to, Mr. Tugs? Oh, man. man it's been, I'm trying to think about when we recorded last. Um, so, you know, I've been I've been surviving. I've been uh, expanding my cooking repertoire. Uh, today I made, for instance, pies. I've been making pies for the last little bit. Um, and in general, I've just been enjoying cooking from scratch. It just tastes better, even though it takes time. It's one of those things where it's like, well, I can't go to the store, really, for funsies. I can't go to the mall. I, social's social's available, but you have to be kind of careful with it and pace yourself. So for me, it's been cooking from scratch. And I actually, um, I don't know if I mentioned it on the air. So if I did before, sorry. Um, I was actually becoming pre-diabetic. And I know you knew, Rue, because we talked offline. And Yes, we did. Um, through just some hardcore keto for a few months and then doing, I'd say, about 80% of my cooking from home. Um I've I've actually kicked myself out of uh, pre-diabetic. I actually just my A1C is now below it. That's and awesome. That is yeah, awesome. Congratulations. Tug. Yes, I'm, I'm very proud of that. Thank you guys. Um, it just you know I'm not a spring chicken anymore. I'm, I'm I'm heading into middle age, and I know that the body just things don't things don't work as quickly. Things don't get up as quickly. So including <laughs> my back. So like it's one of those things where it's going to be harder to to get my health under control. Um, speaking of health, I also picked up Ring Fit Adventure when the restock came out like three weeks ago. And, um, okay, so I have to tell everybody, Ring Fit Adventure, I saw it, it was 80 bucks. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Some stupid plastic ring and some fancy art. Like, what's? It's felt very, very gimmicky. It is not gimmicky. Like, the thing that it does, this is my challenge with exercise, and I don't know if you can relate to it, Rue or Nuka, but whenever you try and exercise, it's like this thing you have to do. And it super sucks. It's like ego depletion to the max. But with Ring Fit Adventure, I'm not like watching TV to distract myself from exercise. I have to do the exercise in order to kill the enemy that I'm facing. So it's RPG style, but I'm doing all the motion. And like, I'll do a half hour and be like, oh shit. Like the game's like actually telling me to stop. You're going to overwork yourself. And so I've been able to do that. I think after like 15 or 16 days in a row, it's been really fun. Good. Good job. I mean, that that's super super helpful that i i have ring fit well we have one copy of ring fit adventure and it's been it's been really useful i, I mean it it will kick your butt oh will- yeah <laughs> today i'm like laying on the floor dying while i'm trying to restore my health in the game and i'm like why am i doing this all oh, right because you know diabetes it uh <laughs> reminds oh sorry good I was going to ask how you're doing, Nuka, but ask your question first. Oh, it reminds me of uh, Pokemon Go when it first came out, and suddenly we had waves of people going out and walking and exercising. And uh, I'm, you know, as a person who studies media, uh, I'm all for media being used, uh, you know, for for positive, beneficial things like that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's really good. It um like the the character in there, his name is Ring. You can have it be male or female. The male voice sounds like a garbage disposal, so I chose the female voice. And, um, (laughs) but like, it gives you like actual tips. They've really spent a lot of time on it. So if like, I'm leaning too far to one side or another side from doing something that's making the exercise less effective, the game will actually pop that up and go, Hey, you're wobbling. You need to chill out, you know, that kind of stuff. So actually, and and it does it in a way that's not like discouraging. So I really like that. Um, but anyway, uh, it sounds like it's come a long way from, uh, what we sometimes call in the, the educational media literature, uh, chocolate covered broccoli, (laughs) Which is when you're trying to you're trying to get good messages into the media, and in essence, what you know, all you created is you know something disgusting, right? So the, that hokey, horrible, it's got a positive message, but it's not fun to play. And it sounds like they've managed to get over that hurdle and create something that's actually intrinsically motivating to play, like you want to do it. Which is, uh, uh, I think, the right way to to do that kind of media. 
Yuka, yeah, I'm still stuck with chocolate covered broccoli. Like seriously, <laughs> ew, that's so disgusting. Well, that, that's the truth. And, I, and I, get that that's what yeah. the con- I, I get yeah. what the concept itself. Um, hey, Tug. So um, I have um, a couple of listeners that were wanting to know a little bit about your arrow garden. How has that been going? Um, it's good. I I I have salad all the time, so like we'll be we'll be like working because um, husband's still working from home, and um, it, like it's been a couple of days. So the flower or the flowers? What am I talking about? The garden is ready to harvest, and so I'll be like, let's have a salad, and like we'll eat salads for lunch and stuff. Uh, which you know goes back to the whole holistic cooking from scratch thing and good health. Um, really good. I love it. It takes care of itself for the most part, and it tells my phone I'm hungry, and I go give it food, and it goes, mm, "Thank you, Seymour." So it's working out really well. Uh, our second garden is almost ready to go up. I just got to decide what I what I want to grow in it, and because everyone's already thinking it, no, I'm not growing weed in it. So calm down. So yeah, yeah. So uh, I love it. So Nuka, let's go back to you and like how how has um what what have you what else have you been up to during this lovely quarantine time? I've been uh relatively lucky actually. So I'm sort of between semesters right now. So uh I've been trying my best to be as productive with this time as possible to hide the sadness and the emptiness that is the void of my life. Uh I mean so, some people do it with you know, people find ways to fill that void and I'm one of those folks who can turn it into work so i've been uh i managed to all of my my lectures for the next year are done <laughs> so uh, come september i don't have to plan any lectures or exams or anything for any of my courses not just like next semester but the entirety like till next summer is done so that's pretty cool um which means i'll have more time to record uh get psyched segments remember those <laughs> oh yeah the audience bought you a mic good yeah good, exactly, good, uh, exactly. Payback. Yeah, <laughs> well, we'll see if we can get a few episodes out of it. But uh, uh, yeah, and then I'm also working on. Uh, I seem to the, the problem with writing books is that once you write one, people want you to keep writing them. So I'm working on another book right now this summer. So uh, yeah, are you going to like do a book tour and like do like autographs and speeches and stuff? No, because no one ever reads my books. <laughs> oh, that's true. No, no, it's it's. I, I don't mind. I don't write them for for necessarily. To, to get I, my brony book i i wrote and requested that i didn't make any money off of it my media violence book i wrote and you know forewent any so i don't make it i don't do it for money or for readership i just do it because you know if someone down the line needs a book on that subject it's there so speaking of bronies i want to this is a perfect segue to talk about tumors yay <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, um, uh, I just wanted to throw out there that um, uh, a couple of listeners also uh, messaged. We talk about wanted Terry? to, yeah, wanted to get a Terry update. So oh, yeah. yeah. So I'll just I'll just throw it out there real quick. Um, uh, basically, I uh, need to get another MRI done. My eyes have checked out that that nothing has really changed. So. I mean, as far as I know, the tumor's not growing, um, but but yeah, we'll we'll do the MRI and then I'll then I'll have an actual real update. But until then, because I've like changed my um, insurance, they're changing all of my hormones. So guess what? That means that Rue's gonna go in this like 
Like he goes and turns crazy. Like whenever he eats cookies, he just oh, turns that is, crazy. So. That is literally like the worst. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty bad when it comes to your, your hormones and they're like, Oh, we're just going to like uh, give you a dosage and we're just going to like, have you come back in a month and we'll decide if whether, and, and the whole entire time I've been like, uh, I don't know, like either like hitting walls or, you know, in the corner crying. No, just kidding. It's not that bad, but still. Actually, actually, I think we have audio of you from your last episode. You want me to play it? Oh, no. Go yes. ahead. Yes. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways. I miss, I miss our talks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that you guys are, are holding up well. Um, and to all of you out there, remember, even in these times, it's okay to reach out and check on people. Do it because you know how much it means when someone checks on you. Meanwhile, let's talk about cookies. Do you have your cookie ready? No. <laughs> Good job. Well, you've got this long to get it ready. No. Will he reuse another one? Is he ready? Is he going to bed with pastries again? It's Ruse Cookie Time, not sponsored by Betty Crocker. All right, here is the fortune for today. He who is shipwrecked the second time cannot lay the blame on Neptune in bed with a cookie. What? Why is that a failure? That's a terrible fortune. Yeah, look, I'm gonna look. have to second that. Okay, Real, fine, here, fine. Here, 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 give give me one more. Say. Give me one more shot. Give me one more shot. All right. All personal. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Will he reuse another one? Is he ready? Is he going to bed with pastries again? It's Ruse Cookie Time, not sponsored by Betty Crocker. All right, guys, here's the real fortune of the day. Surprise wait. a stranger with a kind gesture in bed with the cookie. Now, that's a fortune I can get behind. It's also probably <laughs> illegal. Or reach around. Ha. Huh? Well, you. Well, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. I'm going to do this. Hailing frequencies open. Smokescale Aquatus here with another round of news for you. As of Saturday, July 11th, here are your space headlines. It's been a little over a month since the last space news, and there's a lot that's happened, so bear with me. NASA's Perseverance rover is mounted on the Atlas V booster that will carry it to Mars. However, there have been delays. There's nothing wrong with the rover, but the rocket itself has had a few issues that needed correcting. The launch window closes in mid-August due to how Mars and Earth approach one another. And this is just the latest slip in the timeline thanks to the pandemic, but officials are still confident that they can make the attempt before the window closes. In fact, they're already examining possibilities of launch windows shortly after the mid-August deadline. Right now, launch is set for July 30th. Satellite internet provider OneWeb declared bankruptcy not so long ago, and so its future was suddenly in doubt. Then the UK stepped in and offered to buy the company. They're talking about using the satellite network as a global positioning constellation, only they're not designed to do that, and the satellites are being manufactured in America, so launching more of them will be an interesting challenge. It's not certain how this is going to go, but it'll be interesting to watch as it happens. 
A recent spacewalk at the ISS completed another battery swap, replacing more aging nickel-hydrogen batteries with reliable lithium-ion cells. The astronauts that performed the EVA were Bob Binken and Commander Chris Cassidy. Binken was one of the two astronauts flying aboard the Dragon capsule Endeavour earlier along with Doug Hurley. Rocket Lab's most recent launch, PIX or It Didn't Happen, was on the 4th of July, though it was already the 5th in New Zealand. But unfortunately, the mission was a failure. Sometime after stage separation, ground controllers lost visual feeds from the rocket, and then they lost telemetry. They confirmed that the payload failed to reach orbit. This is a bit of a setback for the team, but they intend to diagnose and correct the problem quickly and get back to flight soon. NASA announced not too long ago that they are modifying their agreement with SpaceX to allow crewed missions to fly on reused Dragon capsules. This is a pretty big step forward, showing confidence in the design and the cost-saving nature of reusing the hardware. If it can be made a reality, and it sounds like it will, it could seriously drop the cost of spaceflight, just as SpaceX has been trying to achieve for so long. There's a lot more that happened, but I'm afraid that's all I can fit in for now. That's all for this round. Stay tuned for the next episode of For What It's Worth for more. Until next time, this is Smokescale Aquatus saying keep looking up, space fans. Welcome back from Potty Break. I hope everyone enjoyed it and you did it all by yourself. I'm so proud of you. Uh, I <laughs> haven't been enjoying it lately because of all my hemorrhoids. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it. Good night. All right, I'm out. <laughs> yep. Later. Good job. It's like plates. Do you really have hemorrhoids? How shut up. Just keep No, going. I no. Okay, that means yes, but not yes. Okay, Glomar, good job. It's the end of season eight. So our historical format has been that we have all these beautiful real clips and it's like a clip show, and that's fun. It's also fun to do new things. So we are literally just gonna talk about the episodes and have a good time. We've got some uh clips, emails, um, listener clips, I should say. Um, and that so we this episode had 27 ish episodes because we had some specials um, and uh, for the first time in history, this episode, this season ran not this episode, the season ran two years. What are we doing, Rue? I don't know. Were we supposed to like split these? Are we like supposed to be on like season 11, like by now? nine or 10, like at least? Yeah, well, it just didn't feel right to end it. So. Um, what did what did we change up the season? Um, we got a couple of bumpers. We reconfigured our cast to bring Nuka on as full cast. Isn't that great? Now, he's he's. Part I'm of so the, sorry. Uh, no, I'm glad. It's just I don't <laughs> want to give you health care. We so, have in Canada, so you don't have to. We added a new audio guy. We did. Thank you. We did. Um, what else did we do? Man, it's, it's like what have we? What have I been doing for two years, Rue? With my thumb up my ass. Uh, well, you moved. 
Didn't you move that, like during no, the season? season? Seven. No, it was season seven when we started split. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's been that long. I've been gone three years, man. Oh, man. I can't believe I, you've been gone for three years. I love you. I, I love hanging out with you. I don't miss Utah at all. Aw. I don't. I miss the people, but I don't miss the culture. You mean you love being a grown up? I do. I do. You know, I went to Target to, uh, for my weekly shopping run and I looked at a bottle of vodka and I said, I don't think I want that today. And I left and nobody judged me. It was the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> uh, Sorry, you lost me at Target. I, in Canada, we call it Target. So. I went to the elusive Canada Target when it was open. It was like the time I went to your city, actually. And I remember it was full of empty shelves because they couldn't keep their supply chain going. That sounds like Canada. Yeah, yeah. So, so speaking of booze, I was just going to throw this out there. Like, um, did I, like, at Utah, like, during the pandemic, like, there were lines around the um, the state liquor stores. Because you couldn't go out to any grocery store and go and get your alcohol. So it was, yeah, and they would only allow, like, like four or five people in at a time. That's ridiculous. <laughs> anyways just wanted to share that little piece so there you go man it's like letting people have choices um anyway so let's talk about the season so we had so many episodes the first episode of the season was we had mafalme and oaken come on and talk about uh breakups and understanding the different kinds of relationship varieties do you remember that because i don't that was so long ago i know that's why i say i know it was i remember we i really enjoyed it though i mean it was a good experience but man that was that was so long ago i can't believe that that was the first episode i know that feels like three seasons ago right seriously that yeah wow wow wait this season's gone on for three years is that what you said years it's 2018 okay shit yeah. Sorry. Shit. I have nothing to add to it. It's just, I, I just don't know how we didn't end the season long. I mean, sh- you know, shorter. Because <laughs> we suck. Um, <laughs> we should episode- have ended this a long time ago. Well, that's true. Uh, <laughs> episode two. Oh, man. I thought this was in the previous season. We had the Moms of Furries come on. Yeah, we did. In fact, that was one of my, I actually placed that as my favorite one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. It's, um, I got an email actually. It was a private email since we're all getting private email now. Um, is that, um, so there, there, there are people who listen to the show that shouldn't. And, um, I know that this particular person had been struggling with their family dynamic, right? Cause they wanted to express themselves in a way that was authentic. And, um, they were saying that, um, that episode kind of changed the entire dynamic of how they were interacting with their parents before it was combative. And then it actually became a lot more understanding and they were actually able to express themselves, you know, obviously within reason. Um, and that like, it has really impacted their life pretty profoundly because their parents were likely able to hear other parents who have dealt with the same stuff, talk about it and in, in a very reasonable and even toned kind of way. Well, and I think, uh, and and please correct me. I, I mean, I'm sure that the mo- moms of furries have been doing um, um, things for a while, but I think that 
Never mind. I'm not going to say it. I can't say that. But but uh, but it it does. As soon as they came onto the episode, it seemed like that they did more shows, which I think is great because they are amazing. They are amazing, and they started doing their that podcast, and it's it's been really really helpful and a really good resource. So uh, I think I, I mean yeah, their their episodes are pretty phenomenal if you if you need um some assistance or you feel like that um you know your parents would um would be interested in something like that you should totally um have them check the check those episodes out yeah they've worked hand in hand with uh, us over at first science so we're a big fan of them what did they do for you guys uh, so they've uh, both helped us sort of in getting our our work and research out there and also helped us with things like craft i mean because uh, most of us on the team, actually, I don't think any of us on the team, only one of us on the team is uh, an actual parent. And so they've been very good at helping us so take, take this data and all right, how do you craft it in a way that's useful for for parents, right? It's one thing to see stats and statistics, but uh, if you're a parent, you, know, you want to get down to brass tacks. They're very good at sort of helping translate that into something that parents would use and uh, help us sort of anticipate the kinds of questions parents really want answers to. So they've been... Uh, uh, very instrumental in both helping us sort of craft our message and uh, sort of serve as a, uh, another outlet for our research. So yeah, we we're a big fan of them. I love those two. We also had a Halloween episode. Yeah, this year. spooky holy- or this this uh, season. Do you realize that we would have had two Halloween episodes in this season? <laughs> We would have, but we kind of <laughs> failed this this last year. So we need to make we up for it next fail. year. So we did not fail. <laughs> well, hey, everybody, start sending your if you want to have a Halloween special this year, start sending in your stories now. Do it, or there won't be one. Do it. Um Oh yeah, episode four was great. You know why it was great, Nuka? Do you know what episode four was? Sure don't. It was <laughs> your episode. Oh, it was crap then. <laughs> and it's probably why I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, you were sharing, I think your uh this was November twenty eighteen, so it was your latest findings from uh, probably your longer study, not your more recent one, the sexy studies. There have been so many. <laughs> Oh, I know, but it's good. I, you know, the thing is, is when you come on, I notice that our numbers just like go nuts, and then people like a train wreck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Um, we reran some stuff. We did um, Persona Creation, and then we reran the episode with Boozy. Do you know it's been like three years since Boozy came on? What? Yeah, didn't we? Didn't he used to have like a interstitial or something like that? Yeah, but he's a lawyer, so he doesn't have time to do it. Gotcha. And then he ended up doing his own podcast. People do what they want to do, man. Man. Everyone comes Nuka, to us and then Nuka, starts their own show. Nuka, why have you not done your own show now? <laughs> I have so much difficulty doing a three-minute Get Psyched segment. <laughs> you ask the wrong kinds of questions over there. What? Besides, I'm, so, I'm slowly taking over for what it's worth and just using it myself like a parasitic wasp. Oh He's my gosh! You know, I called you a tumor a minute ago. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I wasn't calling you a tumor. I'm just All right, I'm gonna head out. 
again, he's left the building twice this episode. Oh my goodness. I am failing this episode. What is with me today? I'm like throwing shade. Just relax. Sheesh. Do you want to hit? Do you want to hit on? I mean, it is Washington. Do you want some? You know what? You know what's wrong? I haven't had cookies recently. I need some. I thought about you making cookies the other day. Oh. What were you making? Weed cookies. Oh. (laughs) Weed weed double tree cookies. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. Now you're. Yeah. If they're trouble, double tree cookies. Yeah, dude, they're good. Just mix a little weed in there, and then you're you're going to the double tree all over again. Uh, episode then we seven. have the Brazilian first on episode yeah. seven, right? Yeah, Burgess. Yeah. So I'm still I still follow his um, sticker channel because he still does art. Um, but yeah, I, that was fun. That was great because he kept calling you boss. Hey, boss. <laughs> yeah. <he'd- laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, I do. I do. That was awesome. <laughs> Rue, would you would you like me more if I called you boss? Nuka, then maybe would you like me and not think I'm a parasite anymore? Nuka, I love you. I do not ever think I've never thought that you're a parasite. Except like two you, minutes ago. Well, <laughs> you know, I say things once in a while, but I don't really mean them. It's the cookies I, talking. I well, you know, if ass. you would just make it so that, like, the ending, like, I'm already treading the ending of this episode because I already know Why? that you're going to screw up the ending. I have like, never once done that, ever. Look, dude, we have rehearsed this over and over and over. Just get it right. You can do I, it. I get it right every time. I believe in about? you. <sighs> you guys <Okay>. are dorks. <laughs> <laughs> Big old whale dicks. Uh, uh, episode 10, no, not 10, eight is gratitude, uh, right? It's gratitude 2019. I'm glad that we do that. I think we should just break with tradition and do an earlier gratitude episode because I have, I have noticed with everything going on in the world, like taking a moment to think about what I'm thankful for has been very, very powerful. Well, there's a ton of research on that. I teach my uh, class that my positive Tell psychology us about course. that research and take up some time in the podcast, Nuka. <laughs> Well, if you, there's an entire field of psychology called positive psychology, and it's devoted to like human excellence and growth, and they, they study positive like, emotions. Like parasite growth, right? Yes, yes. Okay. And uh, they study positive emotions, so things like forgiveness and, and you know, things like thriving. And one of the things I teach is the value of a gratitude journal. And uh, tons of research showing that just taking a few minutes every day to, to stop and, and write down or just... Uh, contemplate or dwell upon the things you're thankful for um, does wonders for for everything from your relationships to your own satisfaction. Uh, again, nothing you know in terms of your relationships, nothing is is uh, more helpful in a relationship than recognizing all the little unsung things that your partners do for you that uh, maybe you're taking for granted or you don't realize or, or make them feel kind of thankless. And yeah, so there's there's a ton of research showing that. Uh, um, just being thankful every day, take five minutes to do it every day. Or if you're going to, you know, little celebrations like this every once in a while to, to write a letter to someone, especially right now. I mean, people can definitely use some of that communication. Take some time to the post office needs the money. Yeah. <laughs> take some time to thank the people around you for, for the little things that maybe uh, it feels really hokey when you're doing it. But I promise you that on the receiving end, it, it's definitely always received in a very genuine way. And um, as hokey as it feels when I have my class do it for a month, most of them continue to do it afterwards because they notice the changes. So you 
really? You, is it like like they get a grade? Is like nope. No, nope, it's your it's it's an it's an activity they do, and I just tell them, you know, try it for. It, as part of an optional part of the class, they can uh, do a little reflection every week and just sort of tell me, hey, how are you incorporating stuff from this uh, course into your life? And a lot of them just took it on to try it out. And after a month, they said, yeah, I'm, I'm still doing it because it's really been helpful. So, Nuka, what extra credit can can your students do? Oh, there's to- a ton, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I literally build my course around that. Please, teacher. Uh, I... I, I'm curious about if you think or if you know if there's studies that like people don't want to express gratitude because of the social norms against being emotionally open for certain kinds of people. Because um, because you do have to be vulnerable and express an emotion to be like to like like if I come up to you and go, Nuka, I'm so thankful that you gave me a pepperoni pizza last night, as hokey as that sounds been mm-hmm. for comedy sake pizza but like like you know me but if i just if you're not used to that it can feel really weird and so yeah. i i think it falls into that again yeah i think it's less about the uh the vulnerability part and more about just the it's it's kind of goes against norms in our culture we really don't uh take the time to to do that and actually what's funny is you know who is particularly good at doing that it's religious folks there's there is a ton of research showing that religious folks tend to consistently be happier, and one of the reasons for it is because of this uh, norm of gratitude, right? So they're they're pretty used to showing gratitude and being thankful, and uh, you don't have to be religious, of course, to express it, but it suggests that you know if we were all were to take a little time to be gra- uh, grateful for little things and make it more of a norm in our society, make it not such a weird thing for a friend to say, hey man, you know, just wanted to say I'm glad you're. But you're in my life. I'm my life is a little bit better for having you uh, in it. You know, we'd all be a little bit better. I think it's true. I, I agree. agree. All right, let's move forward to episode ten. Yay! That was Poppy through. first, wasn't it? I'm sorry, Poppy I keep first. interrupting you, Tugs. I know that no, it's, it's called hosting. Keep going. Ah oh, man. So we ended up had we we ended up having Keat Lock off of twitter.gov or not Twitter, uh twitch.gov. <laughs> Twitter.gov. Soon. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh he's a he's a Twitch streamer, so he came on to our episode to talk about puppyfurs and how they are in the fandom and stuff like that. That's how they make up about five percent of the fandom according to our research. Five five percent? But five percent of furries call themselves self identified puppyfurs. What the fuck? You know, I wonder if I don't we get could why like anyone would want that. The term influencer. We need to make the make this term like in Inferencer or something like that. Like well, inference means something, though. Oh, I, I guess that is right. <laughs> I, I think I think we should stop giving that much of a damn about popularity in general. That's it's actually something I have been seeing more of with the pandemic. Is a lot more people are like, well, I want to express myself this way on Twitter, but I'm worried about my follower account. And I'm like, just fucking do it. It's your Twitter account. Ew. Sorry. I'm, I mean, you're saying this to a person who doesn't have Twitter and thinks those sorts of things are kind of a waste of time. Myself, but. Well, I know, and I, I'm going to just use Keith's name. It was Keith that said this. Like, there's been times that he's been wanting to like do something on Twitch, and um, he's very much like because he's a partner with Twitch, right? Mm-hmm. So he has to kind of edit certain things out because you know he has to 
follow those community guidelines in order for him to continue to be a Twitch partner, which I understand is a little bit different than being a, a poppy, poppy for influencer, but it, it kind of has that sense of, you know, he has to do that in order to keep the status quo. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things and that's kind of what you and I have done for the decade or so we've been doing. Can you believe that now a decade? Uh, that we've been doing this is we don't particularly want to be subject to anyone else's whims or rules or creative control. We have our own rules that we can change when we want. And that gives us an incredible amount of freedom at the expense of actually getting more than just a little bit on Patreon. Right. Not that, not that we don't love Patreon because we do. It does, it does close certain doors, but it's okay because we never were doing this for the popularity. Like if three people listen, that's great. Uh, if no one listens, that's fine because we still had a good time talking, right? But the thing is, is people genuinely like what we do enough that we can keep doing it this way, and it's much more satisfying than being stuck in someone's paradigm. Well, it's it's part of the uh, the um, reality of popularity, right? So that almost by definition, as you become more popular and more mainstream, you you become more vanilla. You become more to appeal to more people. You have to be kind of down the middle and, and very center. And as you as you veer from that will become distasteful to an increasing population. That's why uh, when you listen to, to popular artists or popular musicians, they're not as edgy. They're not as interesting. They don't push as many boundaries as those who, you know, the, the, the comics who rarely sell out a big comedy club or the musicians who, who play small gigs, right? The, the, one of the things that comes with popularity is becoming more vanilla. What about like Madonna, though? She wasn't vanilla at all. I guess, or am I proving your point? Mm, I mean, <sighs> hmm. uh, I mean, the existence of one counter example doesn't get rid of the entire tendency. But, I mean, your You're point right. is well made, right? You know, uh, is she just I, an outlier? I would argue she's probably an outlier, but I would also say that even then, even as a uh, uh, a performer, she was edgy for mainstream, but she wasn't like. There was ed there was certainly edgier, right? Even at the time, there was certainly edgier, uh, or this generation's Lady Gaga, right? With you know, sort of this generation's uh, Madonna's Lady Gaga, and even her, she she had edgy music videos and edgy songs that were definitely they they pushed boundaries of what the mainstream was used to, but it was by far not the the edgiest thing or the most provocative thing out there in the music world. So, Tugs, I wanted to yeah. ask you a quick question. So, um, you know, with the recent events that have been going on with the Black Lives Matter movement, um, how has, um, you know, going back and looking at um, episode 11 and 12, which is our Furries of Color episodes, like how has anything changed for you as far as your feelings or... I don't know what no, I'm trying to get at. Like, no, it, it, that was a really great episode in the sense of like, I had been really wanting to approach that topic for such a long time. And I, I remember talking about it when we recorded it, um, because especially where you and I come from, like, let's be honest, the demographic is 98% white. We and... have one pal color palette and then yeah. <laughs> a few little dots here and there. Yeah. And, and, and they're like dust. And uh, anyways. Yeah. And so. And so really, I mean, I, so I've been talking to those guys like for years, they're, they're friends of, of many, many years. And, um, so I was already kind of aware of it. So for me, it wasn't like this, this big eye opener. I, I'm, but 
I remember when I first started talking to him, it, it was a big eye opener. And I'm hoping that like we did open a lot of eyes because there's there's obviously different ways to approach being a person of color. And, you know, I'm glad that we took this path because we can we got through to some people just to have them have a mixing of ideas and a, a better understanding of the world. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and so when all the events started happening recently, um, based on time of recording, um, I understood a lot of why they were so angry, you know, mm-hmm. because because there's also this push and pull. And Nuka, you probably knows more about this, where you can change people's minds and hearts a little bit at a time. But that's a very slow but lasting change. Sometimes, though, that that pace isn't fast enough to make the change that needs to happen in the moment happen. That makes sense. Like I can have a conversation with 10 people here and five people here and three people there. That's not necessarily going to create enough mass or inertia to affect a good change that benefits everybody. And so sometimes you get things like protests where it's like, okay, obviously there needs to be some, a, a, a foot on the gas. Yeah. There, uh, uh, a good sort of comparison might be the way things progress in science. We talk about the distinction between normal science and paradigm shifting science, right? Normal science is to make these small, gradual increments to the status quo. And then every once in a while, when that becomes insufficient, we, we overthrow or dramatically change the paradigm and all the rules change. And then we spend a few years uh, sort of coping with this new paradigm and readjusting our norms and trying to, to get used to this new change. And I think that's kind of the way we are in, in our society right now. We're, we're, we're possibly witnessing one of these paradigm changes where uh, – big dramatic sweeping changes happen uh and then we spend you know a few you know a decade or two sort of filing off the the rough edges and trying to 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 get everyone up to date with the the way the norms are now uh, i think the previous one was probably the civil rights movements in the states uh, and we're sort of overdue for one now <laughs> especially with the internet mm-hmm. i i will i will say this though rue and i don't know if you felt the same but i suspect knowing you that you may have had a moment like this but when all this was going on I, I, and and I'm, I'm wording this very carefully. So listen specifically, don't take this out of context, but I was, I was so proud of us for having had these conversations and started raising awareness of it before it got to that point. It should never have gotten to that point. Of course, people were saying, well, what are you, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I was thinking like, what have I been doing personally to help other people in the world, person of color or not? Because that's really where we're at. And I was I was really proud of us for having run that episode already. Cause it's like, I can point to that and go, no, we've been working on this. You need to get working on this too. Come on. We're not, we're not by no means the best example ever, but we're doing stuff. And I was just like, yay. Past tugs thought about the future tugs and took care of it a little bit, you know? Yay. Pasta tugs deserves a clap. No, we've already given out the clap for the episode. I'm yeah. sorry. Past yeah. tugs. Yeah. But, um, but I totally get your point tugs. I mean, I think it's great that, um, that we definitely had that particular, particular episode. And, um, I think it was very, uh, it was an eye opener. Like I've listened, I listened to that episode at least a couple of times and, and I'll be honest, really? I will be 100% honest. There are some episodes I have never listened to. I feel bad in saying that, but there is some that I haven't. And you don't need to feel bad, you know. But but at the same time, that that was one that I listened to a couple of times, and I, I think that it was really, really helpful. So, um, uh, I, I did get a couple of people asking if we were going to do another one because of current events, um, and we I did talk with them about possibly doing another one, um, and it might happen at some point. Uh, we we decided ultimately there are more more pressing actions 
with better outcomes and more um, inertia creation that can be taken now than doing an episode. So we, I think the number one thing that me and you have always done with the show is we're always against the grain. (laughs) Like there there's like people that want to want us to talk about current events all the time. And we're just, we never do. And I don't, I don't know what that is, like why we don't talk about current events. Because it makes it so our show is time bound and thus what we talk about becomes somewhat in a box. Whereas if we just talk about stories, like, you know, our guest stories and their experiences and, and the general facts, you know, it's, it's, it's like when you watch a TV show and they like make a reference to some president at the time or some trend and you're like, that's dated. We don't, our, our stuff becomes undated as a result which is why you've never ever talked about the uh, pandemic on your show i know i know and that's what (laughs) the next thing i was going to say nuka because that's the only time that i can think of that (laughs) that's a once in a millennium event though it just is but once in a century (laughs) so i'm looking at you it guess what though it's been a new millennium for a while (laughs) (laughs) so nuka did yes. you ever watch Digimon growing up? Sure didn't. My sister was a big fan. I was a Pokemon kid myself. And for whatever reason, one of the things that came with childhood was that if your sibling liked something, you had to like the opposite of it. So we had this Pokemon Digimon war going on. Gotcha. Uh, well, that was our that was our episode 13. That was a really terrible segue that I tried to do there. <laughs> I, I, I will say I will say Renamon was hot, though. I had a thing for Renamon. So. Renamon. Yeah, I'll concede that, but go on. Um, I mean, it was it was a really good episode. I mean, I don't know how much how much to say about it. I mean, Tugs, you weren't there. You I weren't able to there. join us at that that particular time. It was me and me and Voss, and yeah, we just talked about the d- digital world. And oh, you know what? I had I had my lovely um, second on. That's right. I Kura yeah. was on the show. Yeah. So there you go. That was that. You episode. were so proud of that moment. Yeah. He <laughs> he really wanted to come on and talk about Digimon. So there you go. Now nice. now he now he never want now he never wants to come on again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's, he's still crying in the corner from it. <laughs> I traumatized him that much. Um <laughs> <laughs> you can say it go for it uh, go, no. go for the dig i no sorry i was actually grabbing a file so no i'm not no. gonna take the dig darn it i yeah um i was actually gonna say i think we should take our break um we'll have space news i know that for sure um also while i'm thinking about it guys if you want 50 shades of gray or 50 sheds of gray to come back i will have a chance to record a new season of it but there needs to be demand for it We've been doing it a while. So if people want something new, that's fine too. Let us know. Um, drop us drop us tweets or whatever. Just let us know in general how you feel about it. If we get enough of our uh, a writing campaign, then we'll keep going. Um, but yeah, we'll come back and we will talk some more about the season. We do have the outtakes as usual and some clips. So stay tuned.
And welcome back, everybody. We are going on a little journey. A journey through the seasons. Woo! Here we what go. What season is it now, Rue? Oh, my goodness. We're on season 14. Wolf. <laughs> that ain't right. Episode 14? Yep, episode 14. So episode 14, we ended up talking about pup play. Woo! Me and Voss were at BLFC, and we got to interview a whole bunch of a bunch of pups, and we got to go to, uh, let's see, what is it called? That was is the it, last BLFC is it a, we went to. <laughs> is it a mosh? Not a mosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, like a, a pup mosh. I think, is it a pup mosh? Yes. Can't remember what it Yeah. And we got to um, talk to some of the the top dogs that, um, um, and now I'm, I know that I'm like butchering it. It's not top dogs. No, you're dogs. punning and I love it. Keep going. <laughs> oh my gosh. No. Um, Did yeah. you also yeah. eat hot dogs while you were there and oh other other dog themed puns? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun. So really, if you're into any sort of, of pup play and I, the number one thing that I pulled from that particular episode is specifically about um, that not all pup play, they immediately, a lot of people usually think that it's immediately BDSM related, but no. there, a lot of pup play is not, it's not, there, there's some pup pay, play that has nothing to do with BDSM or anything sexual. So yeah. it's yeah. just kind of like uh, to, to basically say that somebody that's uh, uh, into pup play, it's, it's basic. How do I, I'm trying to put the connotation of just because you're a fursuiter doesn't mean that you're a mersuiter, right? So right. just because you're into pup play doesn't automatically make you associated with BDSM or, or a sexual. Well, see, here, here's, here's the thing, right? People are only, I think now starting to realize that asexuality is a thing. Asexuality is its own spectrum in a lot of ways, but also you can be kinky and ace it's fine. And for some people, it's not even that it's just headspace. Right? Yeah, sometimes people just really enjoy that escapism sometimes and yeah. like the ability to, to jump out of their own skin. You know, we deal with lots and lots of stresses. Um, and sometimes it's nice to just kind of jump into a different reality. And it goes without saying as well that even if it is sexual, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. No, it just means you need to be recording it for people. Um, oh, so ooh. before we play the voice clip, I want to talk about the next episode, which is it kind of started a thing, and we're not we do it kind of when we feel it, but when we did our our first YouTube live episode, um, we did we cleared out the mailbag. Then we realized we like doing YouTube, so we ended up off of this starting to do just Jackbox game streams every now and then, and those have been fun. Oh yeah. Like, the whole the whole live interaction thing through YouTube has been a thrill to discover. I don't know. How do you guys feel about it? We need to do another one soon. It's fun as hell. Well, <laughs> we could definitely do one like during the season break or something. Like we could. We might. Maybe we will. I'd love that. But, yeah. But yeah, Rue, what do you think about the live interaction with the audience where they're chatting with us and asking the guest stuff? And it's been a while since we did that, but I remember we both I, I feel like we, you were very positive about it, but do you remember? Yeah, no, I I, I, I remember. I remember. No, I, remember um, <laughs> I definitely feel like that if we were to do that again, 
Um, I think, and, and especially if we started doing that like more often, we definitely would want to bring somebody else on that their sole purpose is to interact with the live audience or a, mod, um, a moderator, yeah. a moderator to, to grab the, um, grab some of the questions, grab some of the things to be able to help. So it doesn't, yeah. So it doesn't like slow down. Um, yeah the episode if that makes any sense i don't know it does it does i gotta i gotta say i love the idea as well of doing a uh okay so it's gonna sound really nerdy as shit but uh, i grew up as a kid watching fraser right i loved the idea of, of dr fraser crane having this show where people you know called in and asked him questions and stuff like that and even as a psychologist now i don't want to deal with uh, uh giving people personal help that's not what i do but being able to have people call in and just ask psychology related questions, I love the idea. So yeah, I, I love the idea of doing a show sometime where people call in and ask, you know, psychology related questions. Oh my gosh, we should just have that be mm, an episode. Episode two, episode two I do. is coming for the next season because episode one's already decided. Sweet. All right. Let's play this let's play this clip. So this clip is from everyone's favorite Tobeans. I liked all the episodes with Nuka this season, particularly the one about the fetish data. That's it. That's the clip. <laughs> I didn't even listen to that before. It's, all right, let's go to Nuka and see how he feels. How's your ego? Uh, clearly someone is wrong and has terrible priorities. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for that, for patting my ego. Uh, but it's it's misplaced as heck. <laughs> It's it's no no it's in all in all sincerity thank you very much that's very incredibly flattering. Uh. <laughs> I don't listen to these usually before we put them up. I just want y'all to know. So yeah. Well, the nice thing is we have edit editing. <laughs> nope, nope. We're keeping it. This is this is real shit. <laughs> real <laughs> real shit. All right. So uh, episode sixteen, uh, yeah. we had Koru re- return. Isn't that great? Yeah. We had him back, and um, you know how how is Koru doing? I think that a lot of people would love to hear how he's doing recently. Well, you know, I'll tell you, I will see him next week. Um, we we originally planned to get together, um, and it was right when the pandemic took off. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been putting it off, um, but you know, since we're we're good close friends, um, I I he and I talked, and he's coming up, and um, yeah, we're gonna hang out. He's doing pretty good uh he's he's actually seeing a lot of professional success for the first time in his life good and so yeah he's hoping i think to get out of utah and if he does you know that's uh that's a huge accomplishment for him you guys know that there's there's some history there um if you're a long-time listener of the show so you know hopefully the long-time listeners can appreciate the magnitude of how that's coming along because i'm rooting for him and i'm pretty sure a lot of people are yeah yeah I'm is he planning on do you know if he's planning on moving out to Seattle or yeah he wants to come up here because community gotcha yep so uh, I gotta say before we go to the next episode when you talk about the previous episode and you talked about uh BLFC all you did was remind me of how much I I loved that one BLFC where I got to hang out with you guys and how I'm dying to go back to BLFC again now (laughs) I hope that you go this next year oh did they cancel the October one yet? Not yet. Okay. 
I, I'm like hoping, it's yet. Give it time. I go probably like you dicks. <laughs> I'm hoping that October happens. I mean, I we definitely we have a hotel, so we're planning on going. If so. I were a betting man, I would not take that bet. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I'm pretty sure that it's it's not going to happen. And if it doesn't, we're probably still going to take the time off. We'll just either we'll just go to Reno and just go and enjoy Screw ourselves like and have fun or we'll go somewhere else. I don't know what we're going to do yet, but but we'll see. We'll definitely still take the time off, though. It just depends on the pandemic, you know, and what's going on. So anywho. Um, so, episode 17, we talked about sex and connection, and it was with Adelor and Nuka, where we asked, what does sex mean to so many and why? Can Why can some sleep around like mad and others need more connection um, and all that sort of stuff? Dude, I feel like that all of a sudden, like, we had, like, I don't know if me and you were just filling it or something, but, like... Those next three episodes are all about sex of some way or form. So What's wrong I don't. With sex? I, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just normally we like space out our little, you know, our sesc- sex capades episodes. I feel but, bad because I can't remember that episode at all, and I was on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I'm racking my brain. That might have been when I was getting ready to move across the country, and my brain was mush. But I'm I I'm completely spacing on that episode. Oh my gosh. I think we were mainly talking about your sexual relationship. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that, that wasn't that wasn't the fetish data. That was a different one, right? No, that was the one right after, which we'll get to. Yeah, okay. Man, uh, I, 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 I don't remember that one at all. If I was you know, it, it's huh. all right. It, it was basically about um I remember you were talking about um people cuddling after sex and how there's like hormones and things going on in the brain. That oh, oxytocin. Sex, right? Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I think I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Well, while well, well, your brain reboots. Um, so I was listening to, uh, we were talking about off air ologies and they're talking about that fancy word about hormones and gender expression, but um, it's a popular thing and I'm really late to the party, but I finally have looked up the gender unicorn and I don't know if you guys have, have looked it up, but um, it, it divides up um, gender expression into one, two, three, four, five, five categories but it's interesting because you have a category in there that says romantically slash emotionally attracted to and there's a separate category for sexually attracted to and categories or dimensions this is an important distinction i don't know it just says i'm just using that word am i probably wrong um (laughs) they but what what that kind of triggered in my head a little bit was like there's a probably a similar spectrum of some people are actually comfortable just going woo and helicopter dicking into anything that moves. And other people are like, I'm not quite so comfortable with that. And you helicopter know, dicking yeah, into anything yeah. that moves. I'm gaining some altitude. Yes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's like for a long time, me personally, I've been like, is something wrong with me? Like, why can't I just be like, woo, helicopter time? Uh, but it's like, but then it's, if you look at it through this unicorn, prism it's more of like maybe i just don't sit there on the spectrum and that's okay too sex and connections a real thing also how's your helicopter doing rex rocket i i have no nothing yum. to add to that yum nuka was rebooting his brain i'm good i'm here okay cool speaking of nuka your favorite episode of the season i'm guessing was episode 18 rue what was that episode the sex games 
So we had um, Nuka that came on uh, to basically talk about his latest findings. We were all like super, super interested in oh, all the fetish stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The fetish <laughs> stuff. So that was fun. Yeah. All of the 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 nitty gritty details of the, the study. I was going to ask you, like, have you I mean, did any other result like anything else come out from that particular study that you found interesting? Yeah, I got to sit down and write the damn paper. That's one of my jobs this summer is <laughs> to work on that paper. I, we just pushed three out the door right now, so I have to find my motivation to write another one. But hmm. 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 I actually referenced the stuff in this episode several times. I think we talked about it when we were hanging out. Like, oh, man, this is like this needs to go in our starter pack because it's just so good. Well, I'm glad that fetish data is out there because one of the the big frustrations that there have been a lot of frustrations with our research, but one of the the, the few I can complain about is the fact that um, people like to take our data and then put political uh, political or ideological intents into our mouths, right? So if we study one thing, they say, "Oh, you're trying to push this agenda." If we don't study something, oh, you're trying to skirt or avoid this agenda. One of the accusations we've had for a while is that, oh, you're trying to whitewash the fandom. You're trying to, to deny the existence of sex in the fandom. And it was always kind of frustrating that people assumed that this was our goal, that um, you know that we were trying to do this. And so I'm, I'm hoping that the fetish data kind of helps uh, take, take some of the, the wind out of that particular sale and say, well, no, you know, one of the reasons we didn't study sex very much is because none of us are... are you know, sex researchers, and we figured. Uh, I always get frustrated when academics speak outside their expertise. But uh, at some point, there was enough demand for it that we sort of took a crack at it. And I know that somewhere out there, uh, sex researchers are, are shaking their heads and saying that's not how you need to do it. And so we're sort of waiting for them to come along and uh, uh, gently show us the way it's done. And in which case, I'll be happy because then there's a qualified sexologist studying the furry <laughs> fandom. Instead of me trying to trying to be a Swiss Army knife and do everything, <laughs> so Diane, would you like to join me in some empirical research? <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> um, if anyone understood what I just did, send me an email. So this next episode was amazing. We had um, we had some individual from the health department. We had Michael Sanders in um and he came in to talk a little bit about um hiv and stds so didn't didn't he um come on before too that was his second appearance right yes yes that was his second appearance yeah he was talking about um p stuff fucking (laughs) martinis pitinis yes pitinis he's also um (laughs) really really heavy in the bdsm leather community here in utah he's a He's like a household name. So, yeah. He's a, household. He's a leather household name. Leather household name. He even has like a biker club. Like, dude, if you ever like met him in person, you'd be like, who is this guy and where's my wallet? <laughs> you know? He, he's, he, uh, um, he's great. Like, um, but yeah, he, he definitely look, it's, he's definitely somebody that he, you, you look at him and you're like, man, I'm not going to mess with him. But man, he has a heart of gold. He's a he's a great guy. So. He seems like a sweetie. I should meet him when I'm down there when the pandemic's over. Yeah, I'm um, sure. I'm sure he'd love yeah. to meet you. 
Oh, episode 20. I was so thrilled about this episode. That was Peter News episode when it was, it was called Friendship is Over. Oh, it was my gosh. End of the fandom. But was that not the best? Uh, pony pussy. That's what he said. I, I <laughs> no, no. Big Mac said pony pussy. Like, oh, my gosh. Are you <laughs> serious? Like, yes. <laughs> out of anything. Like, there's people to this day. That I talk to them about that episode and they don't believe it. Like, <laughs> they need to listen. <laughs> uh, oh, it still hurts my heart that the that the that the uh, show came to an end. I'm still I'm still reeling from that. Oh, don't worry. Almost a year now. You'll get your Joey. Yeah. <laughs> well, I so actually... how how have you been feel, feeling about it? Just just wondering, like, um. Like it's going to sound like I'm being comical and melodramatic, and I'm not intending it for it to come across that way. But there's a bit of a void there, right? I, I was a big fan of the show for like eight years, and it was it was just sort of this always sort of present force there. And I mean, the fandom's still there, but you 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 know the the kind of hitting that there's not going to be any more new episodes of the show, and it's almost like there's a void that I'm I'm still waiting to fill. I'm still waiting for for something to come along and and scratch that itch and fill that particular. Um, empty space right now so like if you have a beloved pet and the pet passes away you know there's a, a time of mourning and then you're like okay well you know you, you want that companionship again you start looking for the next one and i guess i'm still in that sort of phase of trying to figure out what's what's going to be next the next generation yeah <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll give g5 a chance <laughs> Man, I, I do I do want to I don't know if I said it before I may have, but I'm just making sure it's definitively on the record. I did go and listen to Voyage of the Wifferfall, and it is actually pretty funny. The first couple episodes were definitely, I think, a little bit more scattershot because it, you know it's pilot and stuff. Uh, but yeah, there's it's funny. It's worth your time. Is that the one that the podcast you, that Peter knew is on? Yeah, the one that he does. Yep. Oh, and you know what was great about that episode? We brought the game back for it, remember? Yeah, they have, to, they have to do their Big Mac imitations. Oh my gosh! Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, that was one of them. That was good. Um, poor BabsCon though; they couldn't hold their con because of the Ronas. Ah, uh, um, so that is, does that mean that that was the last year? No, 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 no. They're they're pushing a year. Oh, I gotcha. Yep. Uh so the next episode uh, was the episode twenty-one. Wow. Um, super sized tells. So we had, um, we had Chrono on yeah. our show. Chrono is, uh, um, he's an admin over the Utah furries. UFF two eight four pi or whatever it is now. Yeah. So, something like that. Oh my gosh. Yep. Um, but he came in to talk about body image. So we finally freaking got to do that episode that, um, you know that i've been wanting to do for years about body image <laughs> you were so mad about that too oh my gosh i still am mad because we i, I mean i know that i shouldn't be mad about it but i kind of i kind of feel like okay we we've talked about all of these different types of ty types of things like Issues. people's fears people's hopes people's you know we've talked about suicide in the fandom and we've had really good response but when we got to the episode of body image, nobody wanted to talk about it. And you I don't finally know what got it was. your wish. You finally got your wish. You ready? Yes. Yay! Yay! <laughs> 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 no, it was a good episode. 
Uh, we had episode 22, Gratitude. See, I told you we had two this season. I've already talked about what I'm thankful for. Moving on. Uh, um, no. <laughs> episode 23 was The Age Gap. So we had Zarafa. Um, in fact, I have Zarafa coming here sometime tonight or tomorrow. I don't know. He's supposed to show up sometime. Now, is he also um, visiting? Yeah, he's visiting. Oh, okay. So, He's he was definitely your only, the only other person you had on that episode. Definitely. Oh. Nuka was there too. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, was I? Oh, I, oh, I, yeah, I, I didn't you even were. remember that. Oh, I, <laughs> news to me. Uh, you actually came and shared your research. Um, let's see. You, yeah, you shared some of your research. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, I was talking about ages and research. Up. Yeah. To the Van, Vancouver first. Whatever. I'm just whatever. There you go. Age <laughs> Cap was a good episode though. Um yeah, so yeah, 24. Oh yeah. So I have to say before we talk about episode 24, thanks to our patronuses, we were finally able to get some equipment that I had long been lusting for for the show, which was a actual good wireless lapel mic. And Nuka still, was there. I don't what? have one. They're expensive, my my friend. We'll I get thought you we one. were going to get me one. We Just are. Kidding. We got to save up. Calm, calm down. Patriot, and, uh, we need one. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, it was great. And uh, Nuka flattered me with, with some comments, uh, complimentary comments about how the audio turned out. But um, yeah, that was when he did his panel at Vancouver. And... Oh my God, this Nuka guy, you have him on so much, you should just make him a regular cast member or something. Jeez. He is. I think this was right about when we did. <laughs> kind of an asshole, that guy. <laughs> yeah. So how did you parasite. feel? Parasite. Wasn't that the term? Par- parasite? Yeah. Two more parasite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you feel you did at your panel? You feel good about it? feel a lot better about that panel than I have about this year's panels. Uh, every year, so for folks who don't know, I do um, in January and February, I basically create the version of the talk that I give at all the cons that year. Uh, I, I'm very much in, in the line of, of comedians like George Carlin and these are people I grew up with. And so uh, I always think of my talk as being just as much an act as it is a, an educational opportunity. So uh, the greats like Carlin made a point every year, they would wipe the slate clean and start from scratch again. They would never or they would try to avoid recycling material. And so I would try my best to rather than just sort of use the same structure, the same jokes, the same everything every year, I, I, I pull apart my my talks and then rebuild them from scratch every year. Um, and last year's was probably the best one. That was my favorite talk that I'd given. It was the best received, all the jokes landed. Um, very different from, from this year's, which I feel like did not, uh, it still needs some tweaking, right? It's always a work in progress, but I yeah. found it very, very interesting. The one at Vancouver was sort of a, yeah, it's, it's when I was starting to get it right and I was starting to get very happy with it. The previous version of it was not good. <laughs> well, and, then, and then after that date, after that date, Nuka released something called the coronavirus. You know what? I thought it'd be funny. I, I, <laughs> I thought, I, I thought we'd have, I thought we'd all have a laugh. And uh, that'd be the end of it. It got, admittedly, it got a little out of control. And, uh, you know, what can I say except sorry? Well, uh, wait, what happened? Where did everybody go? (laughs) The coronavirus got him. (laughs) 
No, so, he did, you know, it was funny because that was right when the coronavirus was um, becoming a thing. And I actually remember that it was like we had a conversation and I was like, do you think I should leave? Like, is this is this a big deal? Um, yeah, we, we didn't know if we were going to be getting it on because Seattle was kind of a hotbed for it at the time. We we're like, oh, man, are we like. <laughs> yeah, are we, are we all right? Are we going to give to everybody here? Um, but yeah, then we started our um, our coronavirus uh, miniseries. And we did the next three episodes was all about the coronavirus. So let's see. We first started with. um, Radix and Loki. Yeah, we we had them from the Bunker Club and they came on and we we talked a little bit about the coronavirus. Um, They were kind of like, I think, the more general um, just how are things going for you conversation, because then we started talking about it through different lenses. Right. Uh huh. So we had that Nuka guy again. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> but we were talking he really about this. Is a, he is a tumor that just sort of grows and grows. You let it you let it get away from you. And yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but we were talking about the behavior of people in the pandemic yeah. and stuff. And are you still, so I remember you were saying you were concerned of like this over socialization in the in the up periods or down periods, whatever you want to call it. Is that <laughs> is that's. How do you feel oh, about that? You, so you sort of see my, my prediction was, and I think I've been largely validated in it. My my concern was that there's going to be a backlash that when you when you slam down and you quash down, you say quarantine, everybody quarantine, people will be diligent and do it for a while. But as soon as you you, you open the floodgates a little bit, you get sort of a backlash effect. And you can see in the everyone was rushing the beaches, everyone was rushing the bars and the the pools and, and you know, it. it had the kind of effect that you see here was, Oh, that was too much too quickly. And now as they're starting to talk about, we may have to lock down again for a second time, or may have to, to, to close things up a bit. People just do not want to do it because they've done it once already. And this is pretty much what I predicted was going to happen. Um, yeah. <laughs> I hate that. You're right. <laughs> I, I, I that's the worst part. I can only imagine what it's like to be a historian. Right to be a historian and have the the hundred years or two hundred years of hindsight when you see these things, and everyone acts like it's brand spanking new and we've never seen anything like this before. It's unprecedented, and every historian or anthropologist is 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 just shaking their head. <laughs> the last episode was Moms and Rona. We had the moms and furries on, and we talked about the coronavirus. That was a really great episode to be able to have them on and. Uh, talk a little bit more on like uh, parental perspective as uh, as far as what their families have been doing in order to be able to get through the coronavirus. So it was really good to have them on. Oh yeah, I love them, and we hadn't talked to them in a, in a long time. And um, I learned about veggie pods, and people learned about my super secret garden and God, your secret like garden. <laughs> my movie obsession. Do you remember that movie? Yes, um, I do. And oh god. No, that was great. And it's, I love seeing other people's perspectives. I don't know. My brain thrives on that. And so it was just, it was so fascinating and I'm glad they're doing well. I saw they tweeted a couple of days ago that they were having their coffee in cars again. So good for them. And now that brings up to this episode. Where, and again, yes. you have that douche nuka on. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> when that will then cancer, be now? that tumor, that parasite. <laughs> Hopefully right, you have it we, excised over the break. I'll excise you. 
so yeah, oh so let's, read, let's read some email. Um, Timid Grizzly sent in his favorites. He liked the HIV episode, the furries of color episode, body issues, and gratitudes. Nice. TG is a big sweetie. So I'm glad that he wrote it. Thank you, TG. Well, Tex, what was your favorite episode this season? Well, I love all my children equally, but if I had to pick my favorite, um, as every parent does, we did the thing is this. So this season was so long. I think I don't know if I have a favorite, but the one that strikes me is probably the furries of color episode because that was a such a long wish for me to finally get that in, and getting that in felt like a, an actual real accomplishment in a very meaningful way for the for the show and for me personally. So I think that 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 whole bank of episodes right there is is probably the ones that will stick with me from the season. What about you? You know, I I gave you a list, and I don't remember that list. And we've just gone through all of the episodes, and I'm kind of like at a blank. <laughs> I mean, I I really enjoyed the moms of furries, like having them on. Like that was that was a really that I would have to say that that was probably my number one episode is having them on. Um, I think that they bring a lot of heart to the fandom and. I think that they're they're and you know what you know what the second my second most favorite is all the times that we had nuka on because man he he has a lot of heart as well that that oh, guy geez. big oh, ass geez. heart small ass town speaking of small asses nuka what was your favorite episode of the season what, what does it even have to small <laughs> that even makes sense anyway uh my uh i have to say the fetish episode just because that was some that was an adventure going through that data and coding that data the the cbt i think i remember the cbt i was talking about what i thought meant cognitive behavioral therapy and it turns no. out meant cock and ball torture that those, those little adventures and getting to ah. to regale the fandom with what it's like to be a researcher in this area was just uh, it was wonderful. It, it reminds me uh, of why I love this job that I have and I wouldn't be doing anything else. Okay. I love that. So, Rude, you want to read that other email we got? Sure, sure. So, but but this is a mailbag. Oh, is it? It is a mailbag. Um, well, let's do it and then we can do Fire Breath's outtakes. Fine, fine. Okay. All right. Well, this is from... Um, cactus um cactus sent this personally to to me and um cactus said hello my name is um cactus bat um waves a wing i'm a local bat utah bat from that big desert town all the snowbirds merge um to each winter you know the one what what one's that one tugs um um snowbird Oh, I gotcha. Um, <laughs> Wichita, Kansas, or Wisconsin, Texas. Anyways, um, so I was recently listening to an episode of the fandom and the generational gap. And Rue told the story of a youngling furry who would stand on the end of the table and shout during the coffee shop meets. I was wondering if this took place at the Watchtower Cafe. Yes, uh, because after that story, I checked with a friend of mine who used to be a barista at the Watchtower to see if he had been there during the escapade. He hadn't been. 
but he remembered the fur meets that had taken place there and how hectic they had been. And he believes that he remember you, Rue. He specifically, he believe he believes he remembers a red fox and a blue cape being cute and trying to offer the staff cookies. Yeah, that sounds like like that would be me. And and having to refuse because food handling laws and his boss was hovering over them and feeling really bad about it because it was a very appreciative gesture. If that was you, he extends a thanks that the gesture was um gesture really was appreciated de- despite how it turned out. So yeah, small world. Love the podcast. Working on catching up uh, to current topics. Keep doing all you do and be amazing fluffs. Fly fly by you soon, Cactus. Privilege of first response. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you for reaching out. I'm glad that you've been enjoying the, the show. And it definitely is a small world when it comes to the fandom. I mean, you know, you're here in Utah uh utah does have a growing has a much more healthy community than it used to have and so um it's a great time for you to to be a furry in utah at the this this time and then eventually you'll move on to the greater area of seattle like every other furry (laughs) you want some do you want some uh water with that salt maybe just a little man everybody leaves me well, huh. yeah, maybe you should come to where we're all at. Just saying, I I'm going have... where I'm going where work is. If that makes sense, I'm yeah, work is great too. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, you know, because I have it on good authority that I live in the most populated uh, per capita furry state. Ah, you guys, I wonder you where you got gonna... that data from. I don't know some some tumor, uh, some so douche. <laughs> some douche. Some, some parasite. <laughs> he's, he's, man, I, so wait, wait. If I shoot you, are you like a space parasite where you just go and dissolve? I can either confirm or deny this. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm glad you got my joke. Okay. So are we ready to do the outtakes before we call this? Let's do it. All do right. It. Welcome to For What It's Worth, an introduction to and exploration of the furry fandom. Some fun... <coughs> wow. Welcome to For What It's Worth, an introduction to and exploration of the furry fandom. Good things come in trees. Not trees. That's a toilet for a dog. Welcome to For What It's Worth. This is a special episode with Nuka, scientist and furry fandom expert, as recorded at Vancouver 2020. Not Vancouver. Welcome to Fur What It's Worth, an introduction to and exploration of the furry fandom. You know that feeling you get when you finish reading a good book and can fit... Welcome to Fur What It's Worth, an introduction to and exploration of the furry fandom. Go ahead and open the sun and turn to page three. You fall... Ah. Welcome to Fur What It's Worth, an introduction to and exploration of the furry fandom. You know that feeling you get when you... Fit... Blah. 
Welcome to Fur What It's Worth, an introduction to and exploration of the furry fandom. Thanks for keeping six feet between those two fools and your ear holes. Your safety is important. In the meantime, please prepare your ear holes for penetration. Welcome to Fur What It's oh Worth. My. This is a special episode with Nuka, scientist and furry fandom expert, as recorded at Vancouver 2020. This is an updated version of our YouTube video about furry psychology and includes new material based on fur science's continuing research. We hope you enjoy it and encourage you to support fur science by taking surveys wherever they are condu- con- Ah, f- Next episode, those two fools will be joined by Nuka and, and his talk. Wah! Welcome to Fur What It's Worth, live on YouTube! Is your body ready? If it isn't, get ready, because we have all kinds of fun and mayhem ready to work your body out. Before the workout, be sure to get on the YouTube chat or Telegram chat so you can join in and talk with us tonight. And now, here are your two full hosts who finally went... That. They used to be a listener like you, but then they took an arrow in the knee. <laughs> Just ask any of our fellow cast, they'll tell you that it's true that they took an arrow in the knee. Oh my gosh. Welcome to Fur What It's Worth, an introduction to and exploration of the furry fandom. Do you remember the power glove? We do. Rue still has one. Now, bend over and prepare to receive the full glory. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, um... Sure, here's those two fools, Ruin Tugs, that send me really bad stuff to read to you guys. And I somehow have to read this without laughing. It's pretty impressive that I managed this, to be honest. Um, uh, sure. So, this is probably gonna go in a blooper because I'm just ad libbing at this point. Just saying stuff that comes to mind because these kind of things that I'm reading right now. Other reasons why I'm going slowly insane. But you know what? Rue and Tugs, they don't care because all I do is write their is read their little things and they laugh and love and they make fun of me. <laughs> oh, yeah, they make fun. And then it goes into a blue for real and people laugh and it's just la 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 I'm gonna sign up now. Welcome to Fur What It's Worth. This is a Welcome to Fur What It's Worth, an introduction to and exploration of the furry fandom. Good things come in threesomes, and we're here to complete the trilogy on our COVID-19 episodes. Wash your paws, stay safe, and put on your mask so you don't get those two fools ruin tugs sick with your cooties. Wait, threesomes? But there's four of us, like Rue, Tugs, Veos, and me. So, we're not good, I guess? This is too complicated. Math is hard. Next episode, those two fools will be joined by Nuka and his. <coughs> Welcome to Fur I What It's Worth. On people. This is a special. <laughs> Welcome to Fur What It's Worth, live on YouTube. Is your body ready? If it isn't, get ready, because we have all kinds of fun and mayhem ready to work your body out. Before the workout, be sure to get on the YouTube chat or Telegram chat so you can join in and talk with us tonight. And now, here are your two full hosts who finally went... Bah. 
fade that out. I didn't hear any. I didn't hear any bloopers. Uh, I just, I just heard good takes. <laughs> I didn't listen to most of those. Like I just throw them in a folder because he marks them, and then I just throw them out like that. So those, uh, those were good. We do love Fire Breath, though. Like all joking aside. Uh, by by the way, did you feed Fire Breath today? Did you put some food in his cage? I did. I did. Um, we actually okay. need to get more of the high grade. We're almost out of that. Okay. He eats uh, the canned shit in a, in, a, in a pinch. Just let him have that. We pinch. need. We. I think we're running a little bit low on patron. I don't know if we can feed Fire Breath this. Um, this. This next. You season. just want so, a fucking mic. But we've got a lapel mic, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. We can record all the lapels we want. Uh So, is there anything else that we're going to be talking about today? Uh, on this episode i think that's pretty much it isn't it yeah yep so thank you to our support cast um like we say it every episode because we want them to get the credit so you got to sit through the credits um fire breath for creating bloopers and good takes um, boss for editing the show yes and soon the website and me i'm thankful for me no uh <laughs> And 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 Nuka, even though that sometimes he is a little parasitic, but he always clings to you with love. And Ruth, thanks for for carving out time to do this. I know that you've been stressed too, and I know that people in the audience are grateful that you're still around. So I speak for them when I say thank you for being around. Oh, thanks, Tugs. Yeah, no problem. Well, and and I want to thank our lovely, lovely audience as well. You know, for sticking around. I mean, there there's some of you that have listened to us day one. I don't know why that you are still listening to this shit and that you were still here. But we appreciate you that you've stuck through um, all these particular episodes. And and yeah, we look forward to to doing more of them. So. Uh, and Tugs. Hey, what? We're grateful for you. You put a lot of time into the show, especially um, putting together uh, Nuka's, uh, not Nuka's, um, Fire Breath's <laughs> lines and feeding him. Like it's it's a super important job to feed him. It so. is. You have to you have to feed your your Fire Breath. It's <laughs> important. Ah, so yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. Nuka, do you want to say anything to the to the nice people before we go on season break? Um. Yeah, I guess just as a first science message for those of you who are nerds and like science, which I guess statistically is almost all of you. Um, I, I just put into the ethics uh, board today the the material. Since we, since we weren't able to do a study at Anthrocon this year, we're doing a big online international survey uh, probably in August slash September. So keep an eye out for that and uh, definitely help us out with that uh, research if you got some time because uh, – if you like hearing about the new data, that's that's how we get it is from folks like you spreading the message of it. So, yeah, keep an ear to the ground for that. All right, Captain, I will. Tugs, promote yep. your p- promote your baby stuff. <laughs> um, I guess I I didn't. Yeah, go for it. it. Uh, so yeah, if you are into age play, uh, I do have a company called Pretend Again. If you go to pretendagain.com, um, we have all kinds of stuff. And they only stick around for a little bit of time because that way we're always making new things. And like, we're not kidding. We have king size cubby bedding. So <laughs> Kidding. Get it? Get it? Get it? 
Do you, do you get it? Relax, relax. You're swelling again. So, <laughs> uh, no, it's 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 been a lot of fun. Um, it has taken. I mean, I it has taken some of my uh, energy and resources, and I'm I'm grateful for people who understand that. Uh, but it's been a lot of fun, and hopefully it takes off because we sure picked one hell of a time to start a company. Oh yeah, yeah, you picked a an excellent time, Tugs. Yeah, an most excellent. excellent. Yep. What about you? Were you going to plug anything besides your butt? Um, well, I would have to say, uh, file for unemployment. (laughs) Like I said, for that last episode, no, just if you've been affected, I I know I said it, I've said it for the last few episodes, but it's super heavy hitting right now. If you are struggling with, um, like you have had any sort of reduction in hours, just, just go file. That's all that I can say. So, okay. And as far as this particular episode, once again, thank you so much for sticking around and and listening to this um, this lovely season. So this has been Rue. I'm Tugs. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and this has been. Oh, wait. What it's worth. No. <laughs> yes, no. You nailed it. No. Nailed it. This is not how we're ending the season. Oh, yes. Yes. We'll be back in two months. Bye.